Score at the end of one period here at J. Tom Lawler Arena is Merrimack 2, Cornell nothing. I'm Mike Packnick with John Leahy. First intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. So as we said, Merrimack leading 2 nothing. Mike Donahue, class of 1993, joins us here. Uh, Scout with the Chicago Blackhawks as well. And Mike... That first period, uh, I think you saw a little bit of the fact that Cornell, just their first game, first game that counts. Merrimack's got six games under their belt. They had a little bit more of the experience and probably helped them in that first period. Yes, it definitely helped uh, Merrimack's speed, which you could see through the display before. Cornell couldn't get out of their own way for the first ten minutes and was kind of looking around. But experience helps Cornell get better as the period went on. Uh, the Merrimack power play, they had the five-on-three. Five-on-three struggle for Merrimack earlier in the season. They seem to have gotten better at it, they score the goal there. I mean, really, when you have the five on three, you have to take advantage of it. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. It, you know, it's, it's a situation that you should score on 75% of the time. And if you do, then odds are at the end of the game, you're going to win. Uh, with regard to the power play there, uh, what did you see? What kind of things were they doing well? Uh, well, they had good movement, uh, not just with the puck, but the players were moving, getting in different lanes. Uh, Cornell really struggled with... Uh, identifying who the shooters were going to be, who the passes were going to be. They had good movement, good skating. As we said, Mike Donahue is joining us here. Merrimack class of 93. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks helping the three Stanley Cups in the last few years. Uh, you guys have had a lot of success. Uh, to what do you attribute that to the most? Well, we got good leadership, um, and we got good superstars. I think any time that you can have Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane as your, as your core group, a lot of teams don't have one superstar. We're fortunate enough to have two, as well as other guys, Duncan Keith and Seabrook and Corey Crawford and all those guys all the way down the list. they got a good core, good locker room, and uh, they work well together. Uh, I know one of the guys that you guys have, Bo Starrett from uh, Cornell, uh, pretty big guy, a uh, local guy actually, too, uh, from around here. He's in the lineup tonight, so I'm sure you're keeping an eye on him. What do you see from him so far? Uh, he's played well. You know, he, it's good. Last year he missed half the year. He fractured his collarbone. The year before he missed the whole year. He broke, dislocated his shoulder, sorry. Um, but he was good on the penalty kill tonight. He had a little bit of net front presence. He's got a quick stick, good brain. So I like what I see. A big guy at six foot five, two twenty two. Cornell seems to have, uh, you know, that's their tradition. They've got big guys with skill, big guys that can play. And they've had a number of them go on to the NHL, obviously, and have a lot of success. Yeah, they, it, size helps. Um, you know, Shave's done a good job of getting those big guys. But not only big, as you said. I mean, they have good skill package. They're, they're good skaters. They move the puck quick, and I think they'll be a good team. It just, as you said earlier, it shows that Merrimack's played six games, and these guys have played uh, a period and a couple exhibition games. Score here at the end of one is Merrimack 2 and Cornell nothing. Anybody else you're watching to keep an eye on that year? I know you're sure you don't want to you know, give away secrets or anything, but guys, maybe that uh, stand out to you in the first period. Yeah, well, the Kovaseva kid from Merrimack, he's, you know, he showed a lot. Big kid, moves well for his size, can really move the puck, especially in the neutral zone on the regroup. Um, so he was good to see, and New Jersey's pick, Brett Cini, he's a good skater, he hits holes pretty good, he's got a quick stick around the net, so they got a good team. You just came back from Finland, we were talking before the game, a 
couple weeks that you were you were out in Finland. What, what was that trip like? What were you doing there? Uh, it was long. Uh, it was dark, but it was good. It was good hockey over there. I got to see a lot of uh, potential first-round picks. Finland's done a good job with their youth programs all the way up. You know, last year they had Patrick Line. He went second overall, and Puliavi went fourth or fifth. Um, but they've done a good job with their programs from the grassroots. And uh, Sammy Tavernier is a freshman from Aramac. He's a, guy, a younger kid who, I guess, has, has a chance maybe to make that finished uh, world, world junior team this year, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's a name that they've talked about a lot. He, I think he was there in Plymouth in the summer. Um, but he's a good player, and, and they should expect big things from him. Talking with Mike Donahue. Uh, yeah, Mike, you were on the first uh, Merrimack team to... to Enter Hockey East back in 1989. You know that 1989 to 93 time frame. I guess really kind of set the foundation for what the program would would be doing after that in Hockey East. Uh, what do you remember from that time and and uh, and what it was like for you guys? Uh, first of all, the the building. I mean, it's the wooden bleachers we came out to, and we came out down the far end. There was no facility under here, and we came out to uh, Savastano playing Hawaii 5-0. So, but back then we we had a lot of guys that were trying to um, gain identity and Ronnie Anderson and Stewie Irvin did a good job bringing you know, good kids in and we had some good teams. Uh, you know, we were in it every night and Hockey East was a lot different back then. I think there was only eight teams by the time I graduated so it was uh, it was good hockey and you know, I enjoyed my time here. It was great. Yeah, I remember that first year, right? You guys were in the playoffs. You finished the last with not an unexpected your first year in the league but you go to Boston College in the first round. Uh, you, you win the second game and the third game, if I remember right, was a back-and-forth battle, but winning that second game, Andy Hines, I think, still holds a record. He had the, the fastest natural hat-trick in Hockey's tournament history. Uh, you, you remember that game? Is that one of the, the highlights? Yes, it was. I mean, I didn't play it, but I had a good view from the bench, but, uh, I mean, Hines, he took it upon himself. He was the senior captain that year. We were playing against his brother that was the old uh, hemline, Hines, Emmer, and McGinnis, and uh, Hines, he single-handedly, he didn't want to go home, and he did a, he did a good job, and we got it to a game three, and I think BC's depth at the time, um, you know, they had Greg Brown on defense, Scotland Grandin, and they were they were loaded. It was, you know, it was David against Goliath, and um, you know they beat us, but it was a good learning experience going forward. Yeah, I think they went to the NCAA semifinals that year, uh, 1990, if I remember right. But uh, yeah, pretty good team that year. So you know, some good competition in the league. Obviously, uh, you played some other uh, against some other players like Paul Correa. What, what was that like? Oh, that was another experience. We played '93 when Maine. That was my senior year, and Maine had. Um, I think they lost one game all year, and it was to BU in Orono, and they happened to be coming in here the next weekend after they lost. So we held pretty tight against them, but I mean they won, went on to win the national championship. And uh, actually, one of the players, Jimmy Montgomery, is a good friend of mine. So it's uh, you know we played against each other, but through coaching and now him coaching and me scouting, we've become quite close. And he's a good coach and. They're good teams, good players. A lot of tradition in the league. Mike Donahue with his class of 93 at Merrimack helped to set the foundation. Uh, how are you doing? How's the family doing? Family's doing well. 17, 15, and 13. And my, uh, my daughter's a senior in high school, so, you know, everyone's good. Knock on wood. It's all good. All right. It's good to see you, Mike. Also former Merrimack assistant coach as well, but doing terrific with the Chicago Blackhawks. And like we said, an integral part of the team that has helped them to build the three Stanley Cup winners over the last six, seven years. So congratulations again on that, Mike. Good to see you. We'll talk, talk to you again soon, I hope. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I always look forward to coming back here. All right. That's Michael Donahue, our guest here in the first intermission. Our score is Merrimack 2, Cornell nothing. Shots in the first, by the way, 
We're at 13-9, and we'll be back with more right after this on WMCK. This is Warrior Hockey.